Hello and welcome to another episode of Coffee and Psychosis, a podcast that has nothing to do with coffee. My name is John and before we get on with today's extravaganza, I need to warn you that for the first chunk of this podcast, it sounds like I'm in a cupboard or maybe a bread bin or something like that. So let me just assure you that this in fact was not the case at all. I had an issue with my microphone and uh, I resolved that midway into the podcast. Um, Yeah, so just needed to get that off my chest really. Thanks for hearing me out. I feel a lot better now. Because <laughs> you've got God, you're talking to God, and even though he's an evil twisted dictator, he's still, you're still my dad. Yeah. <laughs> it was really hard. Like, it was like you were like trying to comfort people too much as Jesus. <laughs> you were so I was, nice. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was going up to these like big lads and geezers and being like, it'll be alright, mate. Yeah, you'll be alright. <laughs> I'm sat here with one of the leading figures of psychosis in the past 10 years. It'll be very excited to have him on board in the room. Oh, you introduce yourself. I'm Luke Sanifer. I was, I was the, uh, we were the, we did the first Psycho Coffee and Psychosis together. Pioneer. Back in, back in May or so. Would have been about then, yeah. That's yeah. Right. Everyone's very, uh, keen to have you back. I I'm, I'm kind of happy to be back. I mean, it does, I've done it again. I've had another psychotic episode. I've done it again, mate. So, uh... I'm kind of not that happy to be here again, to be honest, mate. It's as lovely as you are, John. I'd rather be, um, I'd rather be not insane for the second time. But um, yeah, it's good to good to be here in like Prism, the nightclub, from from the noise outside. Yeah, so we should explain that we're in a an underground room chamber with what seems to be a um, auditory orgy occurring next door. <laughs> That's the way I describe it. But um, it seems to have died down for now. Yeah, we asked them to turn the music down, which they said they would. So I think they have. Yeah. But they're trying to sell stuff, so I can understand they need to be hyped. Capitalist pigs. Yeah, they are. How you doing? You alright? I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. Happy to be here. Good to see you again. Yeah, good to yeah. see you, mate. Should make it clear I didn't know that you'd. It happened again. Yeah. And that's why you're back. But just thought it'd be good. Yeah. To catch up. Well, it's, it's a good coincidence, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stars have aligned. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you, Luke? How are you? I'm all right. Yeah. So I, um, I had another manic episode shortly after. I, not shortly after I saw you, but um, when was it? It was in late June, 2017. And um, we'll talk about it all. But I'm now in kind of like coming out of the black. I'm coming out of the depression side of the, uh, the psychotic episode. But it's because it's now what December. So I'm st- I'm starting to get better. I'm not quite hundred percent, but I'm starting to get better. Definitely. Was that a Neil Young reference then? Uh, what, out of the black. Yeah. I, I thought it was a Royal Blood reference. Oh, I don't they're know bands. who they are. Oh, they're a band. Oh, you're not, you're not down with the kids, John. No. Yeah, Neil Young. He's got those songs that are like. Oh, I know. Into yeah. the black, out of the black, and into the blue. I don't know, mate. No. Oh, I know. Oh. That's all good. <laughs> I am pretty rock and roll, <laughs> mate. But um, yeah, we can a lot to talk about. But I'm, I'm alright. I'm alright. Okay then, let's crack into it then. What happened? What happened? Well, um, in when was it? It was June. My brother actually got unwell. He had a psychotic episode, and I got quite involved in that. Like I, I wanted to take it into my own hands to kind of like resolve the situation and kind of see what was going on. And that was part of the reason I kind of slipped into going crazy. But that wasn't that. It wasn't a massive trigger. Like it wasn't for things that have happened to me in the past. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. It wasn't that stressful. But that seemed to be at the time one of the one of the things that kind of like took me off edge. I think maybe I was just predisposed, predispositioned, 
to Predis- kind of predisposed predisposed that's the one I think yeah to, to, for any little trigger to kind of like for any trigger to kind of like take me into that state so you think it was just bubbling away under the surface looking yeah so they like say that. there's a diff- different triggers caused bipolar with bipolar triggers cause episodes and for some reason and this one really like took a hold and turned into like a month months and months of psychosis was there any Jesus yeah this I did it again second in connect I don't know how I believed it again for like the second time even though um, I came back from reality last time but um, how did it start I was um, yeah lots of talking to myself I basically uh, I'm trying to think back I should explain actually I don't know if we made it clear to begin with that Luke was the first person on this podcast so if you are unfamiliar with his story up to this point then go and listen to the first two episodes of this yeah podcast. so I had my fir- I had a first manic episode in 2014 uh, I thought I was Jesus uh, I'm not and that lasted lasted months and then I was just and then I, ha- I have manic depression or bipolar one of the two whatever it, whatever it's called and now this has been my second episode of psychosis and um, and mania, so yeah. So I thought I was Jesus again. I thought I was talking to God. Um, this time it was quite weird actually, because God turned out to be an evil dictator. Like <laughs> it was like basically, you know how um, it's quite a weird one. You know how he crucifies people. Oh yeah. Again, I thought these problems I'd had in the past, whatever drugs and bereavement and stuff with my crucifixion yeah I thought he was like a twisted dictator for crucifying people and he, he was like a bad alien and there were other aliens that were good aliens who didn't do this kind of crucifixion game where they create people and humanity so it was quite weird I thought he was like a baddie and I thought he was being like tortured in heaven it was really really complex quite imaginative so is this all in your head or could all you in my head stuff? do you know I didn't have any visual hallucinations this time but um, it was all in my head um, I was talking to Kurt Cobain quite a lot as well yeah. and I thought Amy Winehouse was in love with me oh. yeah so I, I had a wank to Amy Winehouse where can I say that <laughs> yeah you can say what you want oh what if I'm mum listens this is, oh, just don't tell oh her. crap did she listen to the last one no she didn't oh crap what if she listens to this yeah, I, my mum doesn't know this exists hopefully oh mate I know she stalks me on Twitter <laughs> and then I was mates with Kurt Cobain so I had like all I had all these like good celebrity mates from being mates with God yeah well, how's Kurt doing Kurt was good Kurt had really good banter Kurt was really funny yeah what sort of um, Kurt he like, had quite like stoner kind, kind, yeah. kind of comedy did he reveal the truth about what, what happened um, did he do it or is the conspiracy true <laughs> um, apparently God killed him uh, that was, that's the real conspiracy God took him to be part of this like 27 club yeah, I know all about that. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 that was it. So, like, God took these people to make an example of their suffering. That's that's what I. I thought the devil was behind that club, though. Really? Yeah, I thought it was. You go down to this swamp in Mississippi or something and oh, you sell your soul to the devil oh, in exchange okay. for all the talent. Oh the right, world, okay. And no. The, the the catch is you die when you're 27. Oh shit! Okay, no, I didn't know that. It was just it was just God did it and it as an example or something. But um, yeah, they were all alright. Who else did I talked to? Talked to uh, Denise, Denise who did Royal Family. Denise from Royal Family. Do you, do you know the sitcom? Yeah. Yeah, she died. Because she died of cancer. Talked yeah. to her quite a bit. Yeah, I also had this thing where I thought I was the seventh Messiah, and there were like, there's been seven Messiahs. And my mate Joe, who I met while I was crazy, told me it's actually like a thing that's been written in the Bible. Seven. Where there's been seven sons of God, and I was like the seventh one. Really? Yeah. Who were the other six? Like Muhammad and shit, oh, and I thought right, Plato right, was right. one for some reason. Yeah, he's a clever guy. Yeah, but um, anyway, yeah, um, um, it lasted. So I was in. I was at home for about seven weeks, 
being crazy and then um, in hospital for a month and then another month or so at home being manic and then depression we can go into all of this in more detail but yeah, then it's and just then, a bullet point yeah bullet point yeah, in it. and then depression and the other side of it and the negative side effects uh, till then till now and now but now I'm really starting to get better definitely yeah you seem alright yeah I'm alright so pretty chilled out I'm pretty alright yeah so what was being crazy at home then yeah so crazy at home was quite turbulent with my mum and my sisters because um, yeah it was yeah it was it was tough because I was basically at home but I'm with a home treatment team from hospital so they'd clocked on that I thought I was Jesus um, How did they know? Well, I, I was just act- I was talking to myself, laughing to myself, etc. And um, I was just acting weird. Like I, I actually escaped one night, and I, that was on like they locked me up, basically. Like they wouldn't let me leave the house. Well, you, yeah, your mom did. Yeah, well, like like because I was getting into. But basically, I, I escaped one night, and I like I just went walking around like the yeah. night all through the night just aimlessly walking without a phone I ended up on a motorway at 7 in the morning just like on the edge of a bridge just on my own and the police got called just from passers-by on the bridge and I was just walking thinking I was talking to ghosts of like Pete Doherty and like my friends and stuff and I was just walking on this motorway it was so dangerous thinking about you know like you know on the hard shoulder Mm. just walking along the side of the motorway just at 7 in the morning really really knackered completely didn't sleep all night and um the police got called and I got taken home and I was trying to get a tattoo this really stupid tattoo of like bloody veins on my hand and I was I was trying to walk all the way to Kingston to get it done because I'm so glad I didn't get it done because I'd have it forever and I even had the tattoo books but um, yeah I'm glad I didn't get that done Yeah, but it was really dangerous man I could have got knocked over by a car or something yeah so, it was dangerous yeah. so but you made it through though did make it through so it was quite a turbulent time at home did you know it was dangerous at the time? No, I just no. thought everything. Well, because you got God, you're talking to God, and yeah. even though he's an evil, twisted dictator, he's still got you. He's still my dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, blood is blood. Yeah, but um, it was quite a turbulent time at home because I kept wanting to get fresh air, and I don't know, and just battling being being cooped up with my mum and my sisters. So what did they lock lock you in a room or what? No, they didn't lock me in a room. No. They just wouldn't let me leave the house. Okay. And but I'd have to go out with them. But it was just quite. Claustrophobic. You wanted to leave the house. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to do my own thing. Yeah. So it was it was it was good. For, it was enjoyable though. Again, it was it was as we've said before. If you haven't listened to the first one, like a bipolar psychotic high is is a, is a good thing. It feels good. It's not a good, necessarily a good thing, but it feels good. So this was all a good experience. Like it felt enjoyable. I was happy. Uh, it was exciting. I thought I was gonna like have my dream girl. I thought I was gonna like all my dreams gonna come true. I thought I was gonna be a big stand-up comedian, travel the world touring. I thought I was gonna be Jesus. You know, and I could do whatever I want. All your dreams come true. You can have everything you ever wanted. So um, uh, it was a good time. It was a good time. And you were talking to yourself. Yeah, I was talking what to myself, talking but I thought it was other people in heaven right. that I was talking to. What sort of conversations were you having? Well, basically, I thought the whole thing was being filmed as, like, a speech. So I thought I was constantly being filmed. Like, I was actually showering in my boxes, getting paranoid. Yeah? Yeah, I was showering in my boxes, and I thought it was, like, Big Brother. And I thought I was being filmed as, as like, this really long, never-ending speech that I was making, which I enjoyed, because like, I'm a bit of a attention seeker, and I like making comedy films. So the whole thing was quite comedic, so that's why I had to keep talking to kind of keep the show going. What were you talking about? Um, well, I don't know, man. Um, Big stuff, little stuff. 
what happened watching you, the wild stuff what um, it was mainly like quite a lot of banter yeah like with Kurt quite a lot of banter with Kurt yeah and he Amy. had a good sense of humour Kurt he did didn't he yeah, yeah. You didn't remember have you seen that clip when uh, they played at Reading and they wheeled him out in a yeah yeah in the yeah, wheelchair as if he was the mental patient yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Gone that's quite good gone crazy or something yeah that's quite good yeah stigmatising though depending on oh, mate. To, but you know <laughs> not, not, not for that yeah but um, yeah, so at home was good, and then um, yeah, yeah. But then in the hospital. How wasn't did so how good. did the sectioning go down? Did you go? With so, them? sectioning, yeah, sectioning. I went willingly, but it wasn't basically. Yeah, I'll tell you about that. I didn't enjoy hospital. I basically first got taken to an all male ward, and it was really, uh, it was really confrontation I, was, I got into confrontations with people what the staff or the people with the there? people there like yeah. cause it was so masculine and so um, so like testosterone filled like there's all these like big lads with tattoos and flat caps yeah. and I thought I was I thought I was a geezer because like I, I talked to my care call and I asked after and I was like how because I got kicked out of the ward you moved did. to another one yeah and right. I was like, what happened? She was like, you're getting in confrontations. I was like, why? And I thought as a lad, I was like, oh, what? Well, bloody hard. And I was like, you were like trying to comfort people too much. as Jesus. <laughs> you were <laughs> so, so I was, nice. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was going up to these like big lads and geezers and being like, it'll be all right, mate. Yeah, you'll be all right. And um, they, they weren't having any of it. And I remember getting a lot of arguments, a lot of like, like confrontations. So I didn't last long on the all-male ward, but I don't think it's a really good idea having an all-male ward. Really? Why? What are the benefits? I don't know. Segregation. Some some people seem to think. So yeah. Did, don't they? It was too. It was too testosterone filled, and it was. It was. It was. It was too intense. So, I didn't last long there. Uh, this was in Saint Queens Mary or oh no, it's Roehampton Hospital, Queens Mary or Saint Mary's. I think Queens Mary Hospital in Roehampton, and that was on Laurel Ward. Was the all all male one? What's What's the funny name? <laughs> Jesus, funny naming names. <laughs> That was on Laurel Ward. Um, yeah, so that was all right. And then I got moved to... Um, I got moved to Lavender Ward, which That's is... a lovely name. Yeah, and Lavender's actually where I was for my first episode. Did they have any lavender? There wasn't actually any lavender. It's quite misleading. Mm. It's quite misleading. Did they have lavender-coloured walls or any decor? I don't think there was much lavender. It's quite misleading, isn't it? It's just off-brand, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of a bit of a piss day, really. Yeah. Because lavender is supposed to help you sleep and relax and stuff, isn't it? Yeah. It's bloody, bloody shambles. I would have put in a complaint. Yeah, I did. Yeah. That's you why did, I got right? a section. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I'm joking. But, um, yeah, lavender was all right. Lavender for me was really boring. Like, intensely boring. Like, and there, there'd been a lot of cuts since, as I was saying to you earlier, there's been a lot of cuts since I last was there. No you couldn't, you couldn't even get cups for a cup of fucking tea. They made you drink yeah, it out of a bowl. Drink out my hands. Yeah. Boiling water out of my hands. Yeah, just mix up. Yeah. Tea in your hands. There was, like, one less computer. It was just, it was just depressing, man. I mean, it was still like a, and I, I was now quite psychotic, like... I, it was just all the, ch- the, sh- the shit that was going on in my head like I kept thinking some of my mates were like um, I don't know it was just mad it was just mad I, I thought I got an I, I unfortunately got argued with my, my best mate Joe thinking he was like a Nazi or something and um, what kind of Nazi just like a old school or new school like a new school one yeah I thought like you know, I can't remember around. yeah and so it was really quite psychotic all these weird things I was thinking about people and you don't like Nazis presumably no I'm not a yeah. fan yeah. <laughs> they were but that was that was yeah, right. <laughs> 
that was a shame because he's a really good friend and he was a bit upset by that because I didn't want to see him in hospital. So is he forgiven you? Was that? Is he forgiven you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all good now. Yeah, we're all good now. That's but um, that was unfortunate because my my family went to Croatia and kind of like left me while I was sectioned. Oh really? So like, I had mates visiting me instead. No, they did come. I would have come and visit you. Yeah, you tell I, me. I didn't. Well, I thought I contacted. As I said, I thought I contacted you telepathically. Yeah, that's a real shame. Yeah. <laughs> when, when when did this occur? Um, it was. I was in hospital for August. No, I didn't sense get any sense. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying I contacted John telepathically while I was in hospital because I thought I could talk to people with my brain. Like when I was in hospital, I thought I could talk to people while my head and everyone was reading my thoughts as well. And I thought I could speak to people who weren't there and somewhere else through my head. So I thought I'd talk to you, John, but obviously you didn't get the memo. No, I didn't get the message. Didn't get the memo. I don't have turned my voicemails off for <laughs> the past couple of years. So didn't get the memo. Who else were you contacting? Um, just like mates. What were you trying to contact them about? We're just having a laugh and yeah. banter. Just wanted to talk to someone. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I unfortunately had a bit of an argument with my friend um, due to getting on well, but we're all good now and that just happened. Unfortunately, that's so what happened. Why you think was a Nazi? I don't know, it was just, it was just crazy, man. But um, yeah, so that was my time in hospital. I got out in September. Yeah. So June, July, August, and then September I got out. And then I spent September now quite still thinking I was Jesus, but quite chilled at home for about a month, just thinking I was chilled. But now I was chilled. I didn't want to get sex because I've had a really shit time in hospital compared to before that. So I was like, I definitely don't want to get sectioned. So I wasn't putting any stunts, like running down the motorway or anything. So how come you had such a different time? Because the first time you, you, were, you were like, oh, this is great. I don't know. I just because I just because this time around, it's because last time I went straight into hospital Yeah. from going crazy whereas this time I experienced um, being free and being Jesus and being free and being Jesus was a lot better Apart, yeah. so I'm sure I Jesus would agree yeah Jesus never got locked up did he no he died uh, he yeah. killed himself yeah really. exactly so he's only got himself to blame exactly man but yeah so that, that was my and then, and then I snapped out of it I just one day I was like this is bollocks and then like yeah. <laughs> that's how I got out of it I was just like this is bollocks um, so in what in house, being in hospital was bollocks no just like just the idea that I'm actually Jesus and you it's all real snapped out of it. I just kind of I kind of like faded out of it yeah I kind of, it was gradual so and then it, it linked in with depression like I started getting depressed as Jesus which is mad because you're bloody Jesus but I was getting depressed as Jesus so it starts to overlap now with the low and then in early October I kind of got out of or late September I kind of got out of being Jesus this one wasn't as like dynamic as the first yeah. one with crazy crazy shit like peaks in the first yeah episode. I think I like let out all my awesomeness yeah like I, I, in my first episode um, I had a plan to jump out of the window to Oasis Live Forever and I was going to get resurrected at an Oasis gig but I couldn't jump out the window because the windows were locked um, so none of that but um, yeah, it wasn't as crazy because I saw spaceships as well in my first episode. Like, this time it was just aliens in the head. Yeah, just aliens yeah, in the head. Think they were the same. Yeah, thing. I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But um, I didn't hallucinate visually as well. The get the, but this was because I was on meds from the start. They med meded you up. Yeah. So with with regards to medication, I was on quetiapine at the start, and then they upped it to two hundred milligrams, and they upped it to eight hundred. And but it wasn't really working because I was still being unwell as Jesus. And then I got changed over to Respiridone, 
um, and sodium valparate. And then I had a problem with the, this depot where you get an injection of medication. Yeah, was that a forceful injection or? Uh, it wasn't a forceful no, one. They didn't. Nah, down, they it? didn't have to pin me down. But um, I got weird side effects of like really going mental with my neck, like making making like actions like a dog. It was really weird, man. Like, and they said it was from the depot, but I think I was just a bit manic still. But I was like making actions like a dog, and like <laughs> it was really fucking. Weird. I had to be taken to Kingston Hospital just because this is a purely audio form. I can tell you <laughs> that Luke was just doing a very good impression of a dog. Yeah, it was literally like a dog with a cronet. Yeah, um, like they're looking over a wall or something. Yeah, yeah, like dogs do. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, so this one, this episode was this this period. This um, yeah episode wasn't as manic as the first one. Not as juicy. Not as juicy or manic. Unfortunately, I can't try and think of any other crazy shit that I got up to, is it? I think the walking out on the bridge one was the craziest shit I got up to. The cups, though, that's a bit... What were the cups? That's out of order, isn't it? What were the NHS cups? Yeah, yeah it's, it's a shame the cuts to the uh, NH- NHS. I think that's bad. That, that, that can't be political. purely down to the cuts, though, right? How how much of a saving are they making by not having Well, cups? every little helps, mate. they still got the teas and coffees there. Yeah, they still got teas and coffee. Yeah, so what's... You just got to drink it in your hand. What's the point? Just drink it in your hand, isn't it? Yeah, but... Da- yeah. That's dangerous. I mean, they're going to... I guess so. If you drink it out of your hand, you get burned, then you're going to end up going to the NHS, and that's costing them money to sell your burns. No, I don't make, I don't make the rules, mate. I'm just, I'm, I'm just Jesus, man. Well, you do. Yeah. But, um... you were Jesus. Yeah, I, actually, yeah. And anyway, after I got out of the episode, I then had depression... Yeah. For uh, for a few months, so I had um, yeah. It wasn't again. It wasn't as bad as the first time round. It wasn't like suicidal. It wasn't like proper. It was it was low definitely, but it wasn't as bad as it's been. Uh, and then I had I have I still have these side effects of seeing little black dots, which is the most annoying thing in the world, and it kind of like takes up my whole vision. And I see these little black dots, and I have to now. I've but I've actually worked out a system of getting rid of them where I just shut my eyes for like five minutes. So what I do is if I'm out going to the pub or something, I'll just go to the toilet for five minutes and I'll just cover my eyes um, and sit on the toilet. And I have to, but I have to like take my trousers down in case a bouncer think I'm doing drugs or something. Because right. they check sometimes that yeah, you're yeah. not just sat there doing drugs. So like, I'm just I sat there with my eyes shut. Have they... Have they- no, they haven't. They haven't. No. I always have my trousers down, mate. So. So they don't want to check. Yeah, so yeah. that's really annoying. And we've looked into it, and it's the respiridone we think that's doing it because I had it from olanzapine, which is an antipsychotic. And they said to give it um, a few more months on the respiridone and just bear it because I'm now nice and stable, so it's not worth risking relapsing for a third time. So I'm just going to grin and bear it. They said six six months after your episode is they can take me off the respiridone. They'll keep me on the valparate. Yeah, and so in about March should be time for me to get off the risperidone, hopefully, and then hopefully the black dots go because I just I can't really even get a job with it because it just completely just ruins everything. It's all right now because we just sat down chilled. But yeah. if I had to do anything more active, it would... you don't want a job anyway, though. I don't want right a job now. for now. Yeah, you just did uni and stuff. Yeah, and have mm. a bit of freedom. Jesus didn't get exactly, a job man. straight away after the yeah, exactly. university. Yeah, so. exactly. Okay. Exactly, but we could talk about meds because that's quite an interesting. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, yeah, I'm happy to talk about meds because I've talk about meds. Though? I've just done all the meds now. Like yeah. have I, I have, I have, I've done all the antipsychotics. I can't find one that Matt. They're giving you lithium yet? Lithium. Yeah. No, because sodium valparate works for me, which is a mood stabilizer. Right. So, um, 
Yeah, of the family of antipsychotics. So there's antipsychotics, what mood stabilizers and antidepressants, from what I know. And from the antipsychotics, I've done all of them. There's lanzapine, which I got really bad side effects from. Clonazepam, which I got really bad side effects from. No, Priprazole, which I got really bad side effects from. Respiridone, which I'm on now, which is all right, but with side effects. And then Quetiapine, which is fine, but it didn't really work. So out of them, for now, Respiridone is the best option. But I'm never doing a Lanzapine again. That's the number one. A Lanzapine is the number one because I've got major black dots and that was horrible. What do, do they know why you're getting the black dots? It's just literally just a side effect. Which that those antipsychotic medication for some reason with me, they that happens. They should have a look at that, shouldn't they? They should, mate. They, they should, should probably like crack open that pill and have a look. Yeah. at what's, what's in there? But at least this time we know that it's a side effect because. The first time around, um, they didn't even know what it was. They took me to an ophthalmologist to like get my eyes checked out. Yeah. If it was migraines, but at least now we know that's what it is. So yeah, I've done my fair share of meds, but I don't know. What do you, what do you want to talk about? We talk about some philosophical things for oh, yeah. mental illness. You're quite yeah, a philosophical job. Yeah. yeah, go on. It all comes back to Jesus. Yeah, go yeah. on. I always think it's got something to do with um, the story of rebirth. It's like a universal story, whether it's Jesus okay. dying on the cross and being resurrected, or it's Harry Potter dying and then coming back to life to kill Voldemort. Okay. Or it's like psychosis. Yeah. So it's like a, a rebirthing process. Okay, almost. so yeah, it's like a new version of you. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a new version of you. I always, I always say it's like it's like all your dreams come true so I guess as Jesus like we've talked about this before but like it's like you can be anything you want to be you can do anything you want to do it's like reinventing yourself yeah you can you can do anything you and you can be whoever you want to be I think that's one of the most common stories or one of the most popular stories that people cling to whether yeah. it's in like films or books or even if it's just oh I need a makeover or yeah. get a new haircut or get new clothes everyone wants to sort of reinvent themselves yeah yeah I think, uh, yeah, my microphone was the wrong way around the whole way through. Oh, okay. It's all right, though. Oh, it sounds much better this way around. Because the, uh, oh, no, we might have to do it all again. That's all right. We don't have but to anyway, do it. But anyway, yeah, anyway. You're the one who's doing the talking anyway. So you're not a religious man, are you? I'm not a religious man. That's why it's always really weird when I have these manic episodes. When I, it's becoming, but I hope... I hope I don't have another one. I'm kind of, like, done with them now. Yeah, you're done. You want to move on. Do you, but you, you had two, didn't you? Do you mind me asking... Your... I never, I don't really understand them the same way as I'm told to. Uh, to yeah. I've been caught once. Yeah. And I've been sectioned once, well, twice, but I don't really count the second time because okay. they let me out the day after because I just said, yeah. I tried to kill myself because it was a cry for help and they just let me out. Which yeah. Which is really good of them. Yeah. Even though I was lying, but. Yeah, I remember you said You've got to yeah. get out of there any way you can. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like being in prison, isn't it? Being it's exactly like being it's in prison. It's like being in prison. I remember, like, it was it, just... in some ways, it's worse than being in prison because the people in prison they get sentenced and they say, "Oh, we'll let you out by this yeah. point." In there, they can keep you indefinitely. It was just so boring, man. Just, just there's nothing to do. Mm. That I just walked around. It was so boring. Yeah. And when your mind's wandering as well, like, and you're totally like caught up in this make-believe world, it was just so boring, man. What do you think they can do to make it less boring for people? Just have more activity rooms yeah, and more, more activities. Like, well, they had like, for instance, they had two computers, and now they had one. Yeah. And I don't know, man. They could just be a bit night, just a bit dead. The hospital, and then the TV got taken away as well. What the fuck? The TV got, I think it got smashed or something. So there was no TV either. So it was just dead. 
what would you have watched on TV? To be fair, I wasn't watching TV because you associate it all with your illness or like you yeah. think it's like a sign or something. Maybe that's why they don't want yeah. TVs and activities and that. Or yeah, computers. Maybe. At least in prison though, they get like video games and stuff. Yeah. But is it is it true like... Is there a lot of rape in mental hospitals? Wow. Because I remember I always hear stories about this place called Springfield. I don't know if you've heard of it. And there's always stories of Springfield where you get raped there if you get taken to Springfield. Really? Yeah, within the patients. Every time I've gone to every time I've gone to Roehampton, they're always like, oh, I don't want to go to Springfield. And then I got like a little note in my my crazy book being like, um, someone because I got my necklace stolen while I was there. Yeah. And someone was like, someone's taking your necklace as a bribe not to go to Springfield. And like, there's all these rumors of Springfield where you get raped. And like, I don't know if it's true or if it's just the crazy people talking. Well, I'm sure there's plenty of um, examples because it is a bit like people pri- being abused in mental hospitals. Yeah, it is. It's a bit like prison in the sense that there's mm. all these people locked up together. So I'm yeah. sure, like, with the doors unlocked, especially with like young people, might be get taken advantage of. Oh yeah, by, definitely. Yeah, by like men who have been there for like quite a long time. Oh, you mean patient on patient rate? Yeah, patient on patient rate. Oh, I'd have thought that's more uncommon than staff on patient. Oh, staff on patient. Yeah. Oh. I was thinking of patient on patient rate, like prison rate. Yeah, I think they sort of drug people up so much that it's quite hard for people to get the energy for a rate. Oh, fair enough. But, you know. I'd like to get to the bottom of Springfield and what happens there. Maybe we could do some investigative journalism. Definitely. Just hang around outside. Because I've always heard heard stories about Springfield every time I've been sectioned. Where is it? Um, It's it's local, like London. Should we go there now? Just no one wants to go to Springfield. Like Everyone's like, you'll get raped if you go to Springfield. Uh, Did the staff say that? They use it as like a they use it as like a deterrent. Like you don't want to go the Springfield. Stuff, the stuff. Yeah, they do. Like they're like you don't want to go Springfield. Does they're it, like well, they're like if you do that, we'll take you fucking Springfield, mate. It definitely exists. Yeah, Spring. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. Like a bogeyman. Maybe. Let's Google Springfield. Go Springfield, Springfield mentor. This is a chirpy subject, isn't it? But yeah, it's definitely but it's definitely patient on patient rape. I'm pretty sure. Have you not heard of people raping mental hospitals? Um, I'm pretty sure there's quite a lot of rape in mental hospitals. No, I've never really heard really? patient on patient. No, I know there's always those like exposés where they'll yeah. discover there's loads of historic cases of staff having like okay. a Maybe it's a just rumours started by mental people, but they're definitely, we always talk about Springfield a lot where you get raped. Yeah. Well, if there's anyone out there listening to this who's got any information on Springfield Tell me about Springfield, because I don't want to go to Springfield. If there's any now. staff who work at Springfield who want to clear the name of Springfield. Oh shit, because you have proper people listen to this now, don't they? Don't know. Yeah, well, I'm guessing they are real people. But like, people who in, work in the industry. In the industry, yeah. I oh, know. I might have tarnished the name of Springfield. It's all right, though. It's alleged. You've allegedly. I've alleged said when I was yeah, mentally ill. This is all for other mentally ill purposes. people said that Springfield you get raped there. All right. What next subject? What do you want to talk about? You're the talent. Any what? devil? I don't know. I'd like to just. I thought I was the devil actually. Yeah. When I went crazy, I thought I was the devil. I thought I was like. I thought I was like had this like bad side where I was like the wrath of God, and I, I was the devil. Did you take out the wrath of God on anything? Nah, I'm quite, I'm quite, uh, quite a pacifist. Yeah. But I thought I was going to, like, I thought I was going to have this big wrath when I came to, came to be exposed and like. Do you have any plans? Um, I was going to flood humanity with my tears. Ah. Oh. Tears of. With my tears. Tears of wrath. Rain. Tears of wrath, and then like the good people would go to heaven and the bad people. Would... It's like the rapture. Yeah, yeah, like the good people go to heaven and the bad people go to hell. 
but there wasn't a hell where you just go to the nothingness because hell's I think is a bit extreme I think I find the so devil a much more helpful concept than God really if I'm honest yeah yeah in what sense just because it's um, you know where you stand with him you know yeah he lays his cards out flat on yeah, the table God turned out to be an evil twisted dictator yeah God is a shifty bastard yeah. When it comes down to the crunch one minute, it's all like, oh, yeah, I love you, I'll forgive you. Then the next <laughs> minute, it's like, oh, if you wear two different types of clothes, you're going to hell. Yeah. I feel like we're at Iron Apple or something. Oh, we're where? Iron Apple. What's that? Those. It's like a party island. Oh, I'm or out prison. of the party loop. Party prison. There's no, you're so out of touch, mate. Prism's a nightclub. Fuck. I think mate. I must have only been to a nightclub about three times in my life. <laughs> Just, just not it's enough. not for me. It's not enough. I like dimly lit dark rooms, but <laughs> it's always a bit weird because you see there'll be like a dance floor and then there'll be like men just like waiting. Grinding. No, ju- there'll Popping be the men who are dancing and then there'll be like an, an outer circle of men just vulturing around yeah. the women. Have you seen yeah. that? Yeah. Because I never really get involved in, in any yeah, of I'm it. Not really a play- I'm not really a player. I don't really know how you do it. So I'm like on the outside of these things. So I just watch the yeah. sort of social structure of it and there seems to be like these vultures or wolves of men who just stand around yeah. and wait for like, the women to get drunk or something and then, <laughs> then pounce we'll just see what's left at the end <laughs> next time you're in so I take it down bro yeah it is yeah yeah <laughs> we'll have to hit the town up John oh, I don't know if I can do it well you want to talk let's talk medication then yeah so medication so, so- are you, are you conflicted about being on so much medication or what? So yeah, like, I, I really want to get off respirator. As we said, I've done all the antipsychotics and they've all got problems with side effects for me and I'm ha- really looking forward to getting off this current respiridone because of the side effects of the black dots. Yeah. If that is caused by the respiridone, it might be the valprate, but we're pretty eat sure the it's mic. the respiridone. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We're pretty sure it's the respiridone. Um, yeah, I'm really happy to get off respiridone. What about, because I remember the main reason I didn't like being on antipsychotics is because I couldn't think and, uh, you know, being able to think is one of the things I'd like Be able doing. to think? Yeah. Do you reckon you lost your thinking abilities? Not now, but when I was on them. In what sense? Just couldn't come up with any ideas. What? Nothing to talk about because I was at uh, film school, basically, so, you know, there's that thing that's like, oh, they're a creative person. I guess I am one of those. Do you not reckon that's because of the depression? It's hard to tell. I don't think it's more than just one thing always, but I'd say that's just probably, felt like uh, for me. I'd say like because I I I got well into doing comedy and stand up, and I've yeah. left that for now. I'd say that's more because of the depression than and than antidepressant. How do you know so that the drugs are making you depressed though? That's true. Yeah, that's true. Because like, it's like a relationship between the two things, isn't it? So if you can't do stuff, yeah that you want to do then that makes you depressed doesn't it because you can't yeah. do what you want to do well I don't know but I'm pretty sure I'm psychotic it's just there to help yeah. it'd be the mood stabiliser if anything that was getting me because I'm on the mood stabiliser as well which does affect the mood if you're like you're putting your life on hold in a way for the drugs I am putting, my, I am putting my life on hold yeah And but it's also because I get overwhelmed as well like I get like a panic attack yeah what's, what's a panic attack because I think like, that's what I get I get like really overwhelmed and everything's like fucking hell mate like, <laughs> I get like fuck I get like really overwhelmed like so when I go out or like I'm with people I'll be like fuck like shit like, what when you're in a crowded place yeah it? yeah when there's when there's lots of noise and crowded yeah. yeah is that a panic attack I guess so yeah yeah they're really fucking they're horrible mate I yeah. hate having that they're, I don't think I've ever had like a full blown panic attack but they're really horrible like, I'm just generally anxious I went, all the time I went to my mate's gig uh, last week and I'm alright in like a pub or I'm alright 
in just now, like, like now chatting. Yeah. But when it gets to um, like a gig with loud music and it was just horrible, I, the whole thing I was just waiting for it to end. Overload. It's just totally overloaded with yeah. like stimulation, just like just talking to myself in my head. Like it was just horrible. How do you deal with it? You just have to wait. I was just waiting the whole time for it to end. It was completely overwhelming. Yeah, I think I think that's definitely a panic attack. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. Have you got? Are they giving you any like therapy or anything? What are they doing no. for you? What the fuck? Why not? not? Really? I've, I'm seeing. I'm. I'm still not seeing a psychologist. I'd like. You don't to, want to. I. I am. I, I want to, but I'm getting moved teams. So basically, I've been upgraded. Ooh. I've topped up from my early intervention because I had another episode. Oh, what's above that then? Um, it's called RST or something. Yeah. So it's like I'm now now because I've. I'm I, because I've had more than one. I'm now on like a more of a whatever, like a something else. You're more risky. Yeah, maybe I'm a bit more risky, and I'm a bit more like settled into the mental health world. Yeah, like I'm not just a like a one-off type guy. You're I'm, a repeat offender. I'm a repeated offender. Yeah. So yeah, I've topped up my Recidivist. points. I've topped up my points basically. So I've now been upgraded from early intervention to like another team. So for people listening, early intervention is what I was on before for three years, which is the NHS early intervention. So they're trying to get into a psychotic episode. Didn't work. Didn't work this time out. <laughs> well, like, they didn't really intervene. Yeah, because what they're, they're there to do is sort of like stop they, people They from... did. They basically, they saw the signs before when I was getting on well about my brother and they upped the meds, but mm. it wasn't enough to prevent going crazy. So they did fail. No. no. <laughs> Not slagging them off, but they did. They did fail. <laughs> they did fail. <laughs> Not quite early enough. Well, you know, there's only so much they can do. Right? Yeah, they can't even true. give you a cup to drink out of them. Yeah. You know, how are they going <laughs> to stop you from becoming Jesus? Not slagging them off. Guy. Not slagging them off, but they did. They did. They didn't. They didn't do the job. Yeah. You're just stating facts at the end yeah. of the day, aren't you? Right. Mm. So I'm now on this different team. So I'm waiting to be transferred across before I can do the psychology there. Before, didn't you meet a psychologist before, and you weren't really into it? I didn't really like it last time. Now there's, um, I know there's psychologists that listen to this, so what really? are they doing wrong? I didn't like it last them. time. It was like something called like worry time, which was really retarded. Where it was worry like, time, like there's like a certain time, just worry at this certain one point. I was like, I worry all the time. I'm mean, constantly. Yeah. Well, it was when I was really depressed, and I constantly had bad thoughts. And they're like, right, well, just do your bad thoughts at one o'clock, and they'll be done for the day. It's like it doesn't work like that. I'm depressed all the time. Yeah. You can't be depressed and worried at like just at one o'clock. So, I did. I did something like that. Yeah. Because uh, you know, when you're worrying all the time, people say, "Don't worry." And yeah. So that doesn't help, or it's just yeah, not it's good advice at all. Yeah. But so, I'm open to psychology, so I will. I will do it. Um, I'm going to do it with my new team, my upgraded team. But um, I'm just waiting to be transferred across. Have you dabbled yeah. into any like, psychological? What's that? Thinking or anything like that? You read any like um, Freud or anything like that before? No, yeah. I've never done like mindfulness either. Or yeah, I feel like, like that's a little bit. I feel like shit. mindfulness is a bit bollocksy. Yeah, it's no. useful. I did. For a lot of stuff. I just feel like having a chat is quite nice. Yeah, quite helpful. Like with Katie when I met up with Katie. Yeah. Um, Who's Katie? Katie's my old care coordinator. Yeah. Because because with my new care coordinator, I don't. We we just have to sort business really. Yeah, just Katie, down to business. Maybe because there is more business to sort with Katie, there wasn't that much going on. Whereas now, there's a lot of shit going on with me. Yeah. So with you Katie, it was quite nice talk, just to have like level. a cup of tea and have a chat. Whereas with my new, I should really like my new co coordinator it's called Davinia. Yeah. But we have to just kind of sort business out. What is the business you got to sort? I don't know. I've just got a lot going on mentally. 
the like with doctors and stuff to kind of sort of like appointments and stuff yeah like just yeah. stuff going on so, so what's your GP like is he a nice guy GP's cool yeah. so I've got a mental health doctor who's alright yeah. Dr Burrows GP's really cool like I've had him since I was a baby Dr Dr Flynn he's solid I actually hallucinated talking to him yeah I did shrooms with him when I was crazy yeah <laughs> yeah like I like um it's when I had the dots and I like called Dr. Flynn up from my head I was like how do I get rid of them and he was like through shrooms and banter so we just <laughs> did shrooms together and I thought I did shrooms in my head because we were like laughing loads yeah and um, the, early, the, the, early, the home treatment team came and I was just sniggering to myself the whole time because I thought I was on shrooms with Dr. Flynn well, well did you did you eat something and no I just thought I just thought they'd done it through my head like they made me high on shrooms I wasn't like seeing many visuals, but I was just laughing loads. Like what you get when you laugh loads on shrooms. I've got quite a good shrooms anecdote actually. Yeah, go for it. It's quite extraordinary. But um, went to Amsterdam with the mates, and I was gonna. You probably think this cost some some tedious drug anecdote, but it's quite funny. Did loads of shrooms, and uh, I got naked, and I wanked at my mates for forty five minutes. You you wanked, I, you wanked at, at my mates, like <laughs> just just like just to be weird and freak them out because they really were. You CK'd them. Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. Like, just to freak them out. Cause did you they, ask their permission? No, they were really pissed off because they were tripping out. So imagine being, like, off your nut tripping out and your mates wanking you naked. It's, like, the last thing you want to see. Yeah. Were you in public or...? In no, the... we were in a house, luckily. Yeah. But, um... Did they not try and stop you, or...? They sent me into my mate's bedroom where he was sleeping to kind of freak... And it freaked him out as well. What? He woke up and you were there... Just wanking, wanking at him. Wanking at him. But it wasn't, like, a rector or anything. It was all, like... <laughs> it was all like it was safe. <laughs> it was all like shriveled up. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, don't know if, I can't believe this is going on the podcast. But anyway, that's this, that's what this podcast is all about. It's yeah. the stuff that people can't can't normally yeah, bear right. to. But hear. this is before I went crazy. Anyway, <laughs> well, that was just for fun. <laughs> that was just for fun. <laughs> that was just for banter. Well, it's that's Holland's all about sort of sexual openness and stuff. Yeah. Isn't it? So. When yeah, in Rome, right? Exactly. Do as the Romans do. Exactly. I'm sure, they were doing it, weren't exactly. they? But I haven't done any science, um I haven't done any trippy drugs or any drugs since. I was talking about. Like, I don't want to do another episode. I've done two. Like, I'm yeah. happy with that. I've got two in the bag. Like we'll leave it at that. Um, you do you regret them happening? Do you wish you could go back yeah, and then all disappear? Yeah, I wish I'd never gone crazy. Ever. Yeah. It's just a lot of waste of time, to be honest. What do you think of those people who are like, oh, it's a spiritual emergence? If you heard that. It does feel like it at the time, but at yeah. the end of the day, it's it's not real. So yeah, it's a waste of a waste of time. Do you believe in the human spirit or soul? Do you believe in those things? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. You're not committing. Maybe leaving the door open. Maybe. You maybe. Piss off God. Uh, maybe. But it definitely feels quite transcendent and um, ethereal at the time, and it feels quite. It's incredible. In fact, it's an incredible feeling. Like looking back to this summer, there are moments where you feel your God. Like it's quite genuinely amazing, and also like. I've had, um, I've had like heartbreak in the past, and I thought yeah. I was going to get back with this girl. Get oh, this she girl. came back into it. Yeah, and it was again with this this girl who I like. Who is this girl? Oh, I don't know. she's from uni. We've got to take her out or something. I know, it's, but she just does she, she know she what she's doing? Man. What's that? Does she know what she's doing? What she's doing? Yeah. Well, like causing all that. Yeah. I don't know. Probably not, man. But um, I thought I got back with her, and I talked to her in my head again. But she was another aspect of it again, like she bloody hell. But I think I'm done with her now. Like, you need, you need to get yourself a lady friend. I definitely right? need a lady yeah, friend. So if anyone's listening, yeah. I definitely need a lady friend because I keep because I think that's possibly part of why I keep going crazy again. Yeah, because I haven't really let go of that. Yeah, past flame. Yeah, it's hard to. Mm. Mm. 
it's complicated. So I thought that was going to come true again, which was awesome, obviously. So it's sad, but yeah, alas, the, the lady. And then you then you get out of it, and like the, the, the girl's gone. The girl's gone. It wasn't even real. Yeah, heartbreaking. See, we have see we have quite a dramatic romantic aspect to the podcast as well. Yeah, Drama. It's ups and downs. Ups and downs. But um, I don't want to do it again. Not for a third time. No. I'm done. I'm done with these. If you had like a switch, and yeah. you could just turn it on and off. Yeah. Would you push it? What? So you could permanently be in the like like the Matrix? No, no. Because in the Matrix, once oh, they're plugged, they're plugged. Do you know, plugged, do you know, do you know what I was thinking? Do you know when I was in that state, and I was at home, and I wasn't talking, and I was getting in confrontations with my mum and sister, but I felt really good. Yeah. And I was Jesus. Would you? But you're crazy. So say when you're crazy and you think you're Jesus and you feel really amazing, but it's not real. Yeah. Would you take the red pill, um, whatever the one is, where you believe that for the rest of your life, so you have actually a really good life where you think you're Jesus, but it's bollocks. Maybe if I was around at the same time as Jesus, then I could sort of steal his trade. Yeah. Because that I feel like Jesus. But would you? Would you do it? Because you'd be happy. Would you? Would you like happiness for your whole life, but it's not real? Or would you leave yeah. it? Yeah, I would, yeah. If then, I could, I could well, so would you be, happy be, for so you'd be crazy life. for the rest of your life if you, you take the red pill? If it meant I was happy all the time, yeah, sure. Because you are happy with psychosis, that's the problem. Yeah, the I never, I'm never really happy, like, you know, yeah. never really like, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. So that would be pretty good. It was nice to be happy this summer, like, regardless of it not being real. I mean, it was... But it's real, it's real if it's real for you, though, isn't it? Who yeah. gets to say if it's real or not? It was real, but looking back, it's like almost like... You have to look back, laugh back on your memories, and be like, "Well, that wasn't real, but at least, at least, I felt good." Mm, it's revisionist history. Yeah. What's that? Revisionist history. Revisionist history. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. I have to look back and be like, "Well, my kind of life stopped it in June for a bit and had an episode." Yeah. Even though it felt really good. How long were you in there for this time? In hospital. Yeah. So I was in hospital for a month this time. Yeah. So it was like six, seven weeks first time rounds in fourteen. This time it was a month. Did you have to um, play the game to get out? Or yeah, I, I yeah, I said. I, I mean, I always say I'm not. I didn't even admit to being Jesus the whole time. Yeah, but they knew I was. How did they know? Because I was talking to myself and yeah. stuff. But um, I yeah, I didn't say I was Jesus or anything. But I just eventually got out. I was so happy to be out, man. I remember. I remember like when I first. I had like a day. I had a day out and my mum my mom and sister came and we went to Kingston and I got like Chinese food and it was so nice just to be like in a high street yeah just to be like in Kingston High Street just to not not be locked up in the same corridor yeah just for like a month because it's really intense because you're just locked in literally a corridor and like an activity room and like a communal area with a kitchen and that's it for like a month yeah it's like Big Brother but really shit yeah <laughs> But also, like, I didn't really make any mates this time no. in hospital. Just didn't really click with them. Everyone was quite older, and I got in confrontations with the people on. Laurel. What were the confrontations about then? Well, it was apparently it was me trying to, trying me trying to comfort them too much. So they 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 had a problem. They were all quite masculine nice. and quite laddie. Yeah. And um, I was trying to, as Jesus, trying to be like, oh, solve your problems or whatever. Apparently, they didn't want their problems. No, solved. but I, I was also I also was being. I was a bit aggressive, like I had a lot of swagger. Yeah. Like so, I think you are like, cheeky, aren't you? I'm a bit cheeky. Yeah. yeah. That's good, though. but I've, I, I kind of like, I, I wasn't really scared of these big masculine men, so I was being a bit cheeky. They weren't used to that. 
Yeah, maybe that's, that's it. it. Right. They they used to people being scared of them. Yeah, because they were scary fuckers. I remember like when my mum and sisters dropped me off. My mum said afterwards she was like, I can't believe I had to drop you off there with these big guys because they're like flat caps and tattoos. Do you, know what, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like big lads with tattoos and flat caps. They're like those kind of like... But they didn't even like baseball though. Yeah, exactly. Because of the confidence of being Jesus, I didn't really care what I said to them and I was going up to them willy-nilly and just kind of like causing a stir. But I am quite cheeky anyway, so... Have you thought about talking to a priest about this? Well, my experience. Yeah. If I'm actually Jesus. Yeah, so. just, just to see what they'd say. Yeah, maybe. Because I think if for a lot... a priest, call it. Most of human history... It's been religious figures who've dealt with these issues really? of people. Oh, okay. Yeah, and because if you think about it, the priests have been replaced. You know, like the confession thing, where you go mm. in and you talk about your problems, and then they say, oh, yeah. that's right, you're forgiven. That sort of role in society has been somewhat replaced by therapists, you know? Yeah. Just that, being able to talk to someone yeah, non-judgmentally, yeah, yeah. in okay. theory, obviously. Yeah, I guess God confession is kind of like... Confession is kind of like therapy, isn't it? It's yeah. like a psychologist. Yeah. It's like talking to them, isn't it? And as well, in, in the context of religion, talking to God, it's not crazy at all, is it? Yeah, exactly. Why, why are they being sectioned? Why do I get sectioned? Exactly, yeah. Well, they have like um, chaplains that work in mental health hospitals. Yeah, they, they, there was like yeah. a church person that came around. Did you talk to him? I didn't actually. No? No. I remember, in fact, I think it was my first time in hospital that I remember them. But I remember. I don't think I saw them this time. What do you think a priest would say about this? He's very sick. <laughs> yeah, something That's like, like that. A sin, though, for or, them. Is it a sin for me to think I'm Jesus? No, it's like they 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 think Jesus isn't everyone, right? I guess so, but not that I'm literally a son of God. But it wasn't that I was Jesus. It was like I was Jesus' brother. So the like, lost brother of Jesus. I was like a son of God. Yeah. Like if that makes sense. Mm. I had, you know, I wear glasses, yeah. and I can't have. I actually had my vision come back to me while I was crazy. Come, oh, what you could see? Yeah, I could without see glasses. Yeah, it was really weird. How do you explain that? That's a miracle. If ever I heard that one, is actually right? a miracle. Yeah, isn't so it? if you go to the priest, he can sanction that miracle yeah. and certify it, give you a certificate. That's the, and say that that's the only miracle. thing that's made me think like. What happened there? Maybe I am Jesus. Like it's just really weird, isn't it? Yeah. What happened? Because basically, I was—I remember wasn't wearing glasses, and quite a few times my vision just came back without wearing any glasses. It's really weird, isn't it? I mean, I'm an atheist, but if ever I've heard a good case <laughs> for the existence of God, it's really weird. There you go. I mean, I might, might might have just been crazy and imagining it was there, but anyway, that was quite weird. I've got no explanation for that. Maybe we should bring a priest in. Yeah, maybe. Exercise you. Yeah, man, maybe. Yeah. Indeed. Because that's, that's another thing, right? They used to go around exercising people. Ex- exercise. Oh, yeah. Is that Was that when people were crazy, they exercised? Well, I mean, if you think you've got a demon in you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. can't be completely there, can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, who's to say that demons don't exist? No, right. They've, everyone's got demons. We've all got our demons, John. Yeah. We've all got our demons. They've, they've been around for a long time. Have you thought about starting a cult or anything? Uh, like probably your, not a good idea my track record. No, why not? Of, of psychosis. If we, let, if, if we put, you know, if we put your CV down next to the cult figures. Yeah. I think yeah, you're, you're a shoe in Yeah, possibly. We should try and look up Springfield, see if that's... So we just had a brief break to do a little bit of research. We've had a breakthrough with the Springfield rape yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's been a breakthrough in the case. Uh, this is dated 1993. 
this okay. news report. Here we go. The headline is, Patients Raped at Mental Hospital. Police are investigating five alleged rapes of patients at a psychiatric hospital where staffing levels and security procedures have been severely criticised. A mentally ill woman who was supposed to be under 24-hour supervision was allegedly raped by a fellow patient, a convicted rapist. He had been moved after four years in high-security Broadmoor to a mixed psychiatric ward at Springfield Hospital Tooting. Is that enough? Shall I go on? I don't know. Keep going. <clears throat> a member of staff was disciplined over the incident, which happened in December at a hospital kitchen and went unreported for many hours. Told you, man. Springfield. Ooh. It's all about the rape. The current police investigations involve allegations by five patients, some of whom have left the hospital. The seventh rape inquiry was recently discontinued for lack of evidence. Sounds to me like there's a, there's a cover-up going on here. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. Told you, man. Get raped at Springfield. Now, the next one in the Google results is... Woman raped repeatedly by a mental health nurse. So there's nurses and patients doing the rape. Well, there's bad people wherever you go, Luke, isn't there? Yeah, that's I mean, true. it sounds like there's some bad people next door to us at this very moment. <laughs> yeah, they're right. Listening to they're Sean DePaul and selling quite like something. Do you? Um, ironically. Oh, it's just annoying. Yeah, it is, it is annoying. It's just got a really annoying voice. Yeah. Sorry, Sean. That's okay. I'm not for Sean. Where do we go from here, then? I don't know. We could slowly wrap things up, I guess. Yeah. What do you reckon? What about if you were in charge of... The mental health system. Okay. Like you're the dictator. I'm in charge. Yeah. What would you do? Where would you start? Say if you had no idea that any of... Well, it just needs more money. No, 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 no. Say, like, you had no idea of any of these hospitals existing or any of the processes existing already. Yeah. How do you think you should... you deal with you? How I deal with me? Yeah. I'd definitely take, like, a nice approach, like... Would you I'd have a mental like, hospital? Would you even have those? Yeah, I'd have a mental hospital. Yeah, what would they look like, though? Would they'd they... definitely be nicer. Yeah, would they have gardens? Yeah, they'd have gardens. Yeah. They'd, they'd be definitely refurbed a lot better. All ground floor. What do you think? What, so no jumping? Yeah. Or just the windows locked, it's fine. Yeah, but if you jump out the window on ground floor, it's all right, isn't it? Yeah. That's the thing. But then you could escape, so... Yeah, that's all right. Well, but the, the trick is to make it a place that you don't want to escape from. Mm. That sort of thing, isn't it? I think some video games wouldn't go and miss at many hospitals. Yeah. Thinking about that, like prison. If I was in charge, I'd definitely make them more spacious, more activity rooms, uh, just more things for people to do yeah. in general, more occupational therapy. Yeah. Would you have, like, one thing I'd have is just loads of dogs. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, just dogs everywhere. Yeah, that sounds good. Cats, maybe, but... Yeah. Yeah. Don't think it's good for cats. Yeah. Dogs, they'll be up for it. Maybe some wolves as well. Yeah, that sounds good. Just a couple. I would, I'd make it so the office that the staff go to is in the place where the, the patients hang out. Okay, yeah. And I cut down all the paperwork. Yeah. Say 10% of your time is paperwork, 90% is yeah, yeah, spending yeah. time with people. That's, that's a good fact. Yeah, because... Yeah, I didn't really spend that much time with the nurses, and I don't think people really do spend that much time with the nah, nurses. No, that's the problem. But my mate, my mate Ben's training to be a, a nurse for mental health mm. people, actually. Yeah? He, you inspired him or what? I think maybe. So we're going to say we'll look, look a bit more on my episode. Yeah, you want to delve into the, delve re- into the it, reasons. Yeah, because yeah, my first episode, there were quite a lot of big traumas as to why I went crazy. 
this time not so much I had this stuff from my brother going on yeah but I just like to we could maybe think about why I went crazy for a second time do you think there's a reason I mean the stuff with my brother was stressing me out what was the stuff with your brother so my brother had a psychotic episode yeah um, he he thought he went crazy I probably won't go into much detail about it but just similar kind of thing yeah not Jesus he wasn't Jesus he wasn't Jesus no but um, yeah the stress of that because he he called me up and he was like Luke I've got the same thing as you and I felt I had to deal with the situation on my own yeah and that kind of stressed me out you felt like you had, you had a responsibility I felt I had like the whole responsibility was with me and yeah. it just I remember being overwhelmed with kind of like stress and so I guess that was the trigger that kind of like pushed me and I got too involved and kind of like emotionally involved that's what my care coordinator and stuff was saying yeah but it's your brother though yeah exactly but it's just like yeah exactly you care yeah that's what it is yeah exactly it? Yeah. so I think that was kind of like the cause but it doesn't compared to my first episode it doesn't seem like that bigger stress compared to the other things that, that got me down but I just wonder do you feel like you should have been more well equipped to deal with it yeah I yeah. guess it's just when you're when I've had this episode after having my first episode I'm just predisposed predisposition <laughs> whatever the word predisposed. is Predis- predisposed it's not a very nice to, word disposed it's not like a good it's name. Like talk about it's rubbish and stuff yeah I'm yeah. just predisposed to triggers there's yeah i'm sensitive to triggers which they call them whereas like stressful things to causing you to go on well so that's what happened it was basically a trigger and it caused and it spiraled into this massive manic episode and do you think you should become less sensitive or what i don't know i guess kind of having to like detach yourself a bit and from not getting too involved go cold go a bit cold sometimes that's what i've learned yeah so maybe that's what i need to do but one of the things that's it's, it's like a double-edged sword in a way, isn't it? Because I think one of the things that makes you funny is that you're sensitive. Yeah. Right? That you can... Well, me personally. Yeah, yeah, general. yeah. So you yeah. you will be sensitive to things that other people won't be, then that allows you to sort of yeah. jest about them. Yeah. Right? I guess so. One thing that seems to be really common in people that have these experiences is that they're fairly sensitive not in a way that's like they're weak yeah. but that they're they think a lot about stuff yeah or they they care a lot about the world yeah and then that sort of manifests in like oh God save the world or yeah. like on God I want to help people or in Jesus yeah. I need to save their life and stuff yeah and, and people aren't always that receptive to those things even though it comes yeah. from a place of good intention yeah you know? yeah so then they're sensitive to little thing you know like you say triggers yeah they're more sensitive to those things as well because of that okay, I get it. does that make sense yeah that does make sense yeah because okay. you care quite a lot about people yeah and so. you know yeah I guess so yeah the world I guess so yeah so that it's not because that, that's the thing isn't it because it's think, kind of like a flaw and a yeah, positive yeah it's yeah. like everything like our our greatest enemy is ourselves isn't it yeah I guess so. Oh, mate, you're such a philosopher. Like, truth and reality, it's yeah. all just in your head. It's just how your brain constructs it in front of you. Exactly. Like, I might be actually be Jesus and everything else is what's yeah. wrong. Yeah. So, Jesus, when he was Jesus... Yeah. Who's to say someone comes up to him and it's like, hey, mate, you're not Jesus. Exactly. I'm Jesus. Exactly, mate. Maybe I am Jesus. Because oh, we don't actually know. There might have been competitors yeah. at the time who were like listen mate I'm the son of God and he just took him out yeah it's a much more receptive time for 
like visions and voices and yeah, yeah, yeah. grandiose ideas back in those times. Yeah. When we saying was it us we were talking about that um, back in the day if you went crazy they'd make you like king of the jungle or like if you're in a tribe they still they'd make some you, parts like, of the world king. they still yeah. do that so if I was somewhere say if this happened in like South America yeah they'd make you like king of the tribe because yeah. I thought I was Jesus so in some places yeah that's that's the thing isn't it so we we treat people in in the western world as if these things are yeah purely bad but if I know anything about humans it's that no one's bad and no one's good We're all, we all have the capacity for both yeah but we like to keep things neat and tidy yeah and say like oh this is bad or yeah this yeah, happened yeah. for this reason and this reason alone rather than opening the box and saying oh there's thousands of reasons why this happened yeah and because we like to blame stuff we just like to pick one or two things yeah whereas it's always more complicated and it, the question's always more important than actually finding the answers isn't it yeah whereas we like to sort of present people with answers and say our oh, case closed what are the next steps for Luke then should we wind this in yeah wind it next in, step well I'm basically so I'm just taking it easy at home at the minute yeah I'm recuperating playing, playing the drums yeah I'm making a model ship yeah doing a little bit of revel model making um I'm just watching DVDs hanging out with my mates um next step is I'd like to get back into stand-up comedy. Yeah, this is how we ended it last time. Yeah. So, will I say the stand-up went well? What like, are you, why aren't, are you watching stand-up at the moment? Or what? Um, I went to see Ricky Gervais live. Oh yeah, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, we ended it last time with me going to do stand-up, and I can say I did it, and it, it went really well. Really enjoyed it, and it went down good. But then I've had to stop it because of going mental. Have so. you thought of incorporating any of your mental health experiences? Yeah, into I have. It? I have done yeah, actually. I you did, definitely um, should. I did the stuff about jumping out the window to Oasis. Yeah, I performed that. People like that. Yeah, that went down well. Yeah. Um, so I'll get back into the stand up again, um, and this summer I want to go away to a festival. Yeah. I want to do a festival with my friends because I've missed Glastonbury unfortunately, and then I have to get a job basically. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So that's you don't the next do that. step for Luke. Because I've graduated from uni, got a, got a two on. In what job back. are you going to get though? What's that? What job are you going to get? I'd like to do maybe youth work or something. Yeah. What kind of youth work? Just working with kids at like a youth centre or something. Yeah. Something chilled out, something outside. Something are, are kids chilled out though? Yeah, Reddit would do. Yeah. If there's anyone out there that wants to give Luke a job, yeah, let work. me know. Yeah, let me know. He's qualified. Fully qualified youth worker. Yeah, I worker. can be. <laughs> yeah. It's not what I mean, there's not that much to it, surely. Exactly. So what do you do? I'd just I like give out exactly. some coke, <laughs> some sweets. Yeah, definitely. But I'd like to come back again. Have another, have have another letter. Yeah, yeah. At some point. That'll be good. Yeah, it's been good to see you again. Yeah, man. Nice to talk to you. Okay, should we wind this in? All right. Yeah. Do you want to say goodbye? All right. Well, thanks for having me again. I hope for if I do see you for a third time, it's not because I've had a third episode. Yeah. It's just to say hello to John and that. Yeah. So uh, thanks for having me again. Au revoir. Bye. Nothing to do with coffee.